This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TravPlaysGames. And sitting across from me, as usual, in a black t-shirt, well-bearded and supple, the one and only Jake. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at the TheMcAxel. Hello, Jake. Hello, Travis. It's been a minute. So, so we're back at it yeah. here in the Polykill Podcast studio, one Polykill Plaza, Polykill, New York. 696696, that's the zip code. <laughs> uh, so if you're new to the show, we make a lot of inappropriate and sophomore jokes. We also talk a lot about video games, the beating of the video games, video game news, and occasionally we'll talk about uh, the games that we beat because that's that's it's kind of rare. <laughs> it's kind of rare? It's, but it's we're the, getting there. We're getting there. It's the focus. It's, it's what we focus. named the, the podcast Polykill. Right. We, we planned originally to beat a few games. But it doesn't always work out. Not always. We we uh, we do okay. We do just fine, I think. Yeah. Uh, general announcements. I think uh, we should remind everybody that if you're going to the Chicartridge Con, aka C3, in Chicago in the last week of July, uh, you should go ahead and book that room. And if you want to know how to do that, you can go to the CartridgeClub.org website and figure it out on your own. Because I don't remember anymore. <laughs> don't it's been either. a long time. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, do you have any announcements? I don't really have any announcements. Okay. That's my only announcement. <laughs> oh, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. Yeah. All right, so now I guess we'll just take it into recent pickups and on the radar. I picked up uh, something kind of weird. Okay, what'd you pick up? So I have a cat. And knew that he he stirs up a lot of dust because you know him being a cat and he produces hair and then his hair just leaves his body this time of year. Right. And I tend to find a lot of cat hair and I have like a a vinyl hardwood esque floor in my game room, but uh, and it's not carpet. Okay. But that tends to make the the hair more you know traversable and, mm. and visible. And so right. I'm constantly running around the vacuum cleaner trying to clean everything up. This but is a weird announcement. This I is know. a weird pickup. Well, I'm getting there. So okay. but it can't I can't stop all the cat hair and all the dust from getting on all my consoles. And there are a number of consoles that are harshly affected by that, especially sure. the ones with the exposed pins like a Nintendo 64 or uh, to an extent the Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis okay. or the Atari Jaguar. So um, by watching a YouTuber uh, Metal Jesus Rocks. He had okay. recently talked about or reviewed some console covers. Mm. And so there's a guy on Etsy down in Mexico okay. who makes these console covers, and they look exactly like the console. They, they're like little sleeves that fit right over top of it, so your game room still looks like a game room. You don't have like just weird bags on your consoles, okay. and it keeps the dust right off of them when they're not in use, which is something I need because I don't use but one console at a time, and I have several there you go. in the room, and I have this little monster that runs around putting his hair everywhere. Truth. So, went in on that. It's by Printer Boy. Okay. So, if anybody's interested, search Printer Boy. I can endorse them. They're really, really cool. Really well made. Uh, some of the ones, if you have a console that uh, requires a memory card, like a GameCube or a PS2, mm-hmm. it has a little pocket on the side. You can stick those in when you cover up your console, and when you want to play, you, nice. you take that off, take your memory cards out, put it put it right back into the system. So Very cool. So, I initially, I'd order two, and right after I'd seen that Metal Jesus video, I ordered 
two right out of the gate. And he, Melvin, was like, I'm being bombarded thanks to that video, so it's going to be a couple months. So I waited. I got them in yesterday, tried them out, loved them, went which, ahead and ordered which, uh, three which more. Which consoles did you get them for? I got PS2 because that's okay. just a dust hog. And that's a lot of moving parts, exposed gears. And I was interested because it, the shape of the PS2 is a little weird. It is. And it fits nicely. It even has, you know, it covers up the fat part, and then it comes in and gets that bottom part, too. Right. It's really slick. Very nice. And the other one I got it for was just to see how it worked was for the Atari Jaguar, which is one of the ones of mine that has the exposed pins and uh-huh. susceptible to the dust. So uh liked both of those. So went ahead and ordered a, a Master System, a GameCube, and an N64, and might try to get a few more for... They're like 11 bucks a piece. They're not much. That's I mean, awesome. Depending on the console, some might fluctuate a dollar here or there, but totally worth it. Very so, cool. Printer Boy. Printer Boy. Search that out. Okay. What'd you get? I didn't really pick up anything that's unexpected, and I actually still haven't received delivery of it as of the recording of the show. Hopefully, I'll get it in the meantime. But you have found uh, a way to fit this game into three episodes, it's, it's impressive. and you don't even have it yet. It's impressive. All right, let's hear I'll it. talk about it even more when I play it. <laughs> but that is Battle Chasers Night War. So this is a game I cack start mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. I decided that I wanted to get it on Switch because it seems like a perfect Switch title. Um, and then, of course, there was this big-ass delay with the Switch port, and uh, it released on the store in physically today, but the backers still haven't gotten their codes. So I'm a little peeved because, you know, we're, we should get it first. Being a backer and whatnot, yeah. So I'm a little peeved, uh, but it, I'm sure it'll be fine. But I am looking forward to play it. But So that's the only thing that I should get that's, you know, I didn't have last time. <laughs> that's, that's it. Now, can you describe this game once again? It is a classically designed turn-based RPG that is based on the Battle Chasers comics that uh, Joe Mad did back in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. So are we talking like a top-down RPG? Like a- This is it's kind of like at the overworld map. The battle screens look not unlike Final Fantasy VII. It's, I would say that's its closest analogy. Um, it's more modernized, right. obviously, but it has the, um, that's probably one of its bigger influences. Maybe Wild Arms to an extent, too. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to playing it. Love the art style and um, played the, the beta back on PC a while ago. So ready to play it. Sounds cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, hopefully it does show up and you get to play it and you can talk about it uh, again. Yeah. You can put your pickups for a fourth time or whatever. Why not? Um, so one title that we're both, well, I would say I'm more excited for than you because in the past you've approached it with some uh, trepidation. I, I still do. You should. I still yeah, do. Yeah. I, I switched on it. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for it after the first trailer and subsequent trailers have sort of muted that somewhat because... Is the game it, it, somehow through these trailers morphs from what I think it's going to be into something else, and mm. and there's always that chance that uh, this this AI and this decision making uh, algorithm that they're putting into the game will just fall flat, right? Or you know whatever it'll it'll quantum break itself in a sense. Oh, nice. Which I think is a really good analog for this game. Sure. It's sort of this inventive gameplay in a sense. Um, did I make up that Detroit Detroit has? some uh, FMV? Does it, I don't think it does. Just really good graphics that look like yes, FMV? Okay. probably. Um, either way, I'm, I'm still excited about it because yeah. I'm intrigued by things that are new and kind of inventive and kind of interesting. So right. this seems like it fits that mold, whether or not it's good. Yeah. Like my, my only, like, I have a few, I have two main worries. One is that it's a quantic dream game and usually they fail to deliver on what they promise, whether that's um, heavy rain to an extent and then uh, Beyond Two Souls sort of just went 
No one gave a shit about that game. So like, that's kind of my worry is that they're overselling this. The other side is that the story doesn't seem the most original to me, you know, um, AI becoming self-aware and then worrying about being not given the same rights as humans. I mean, it's not terribly original. I mean, that Deus Ex has been doing that for a long time. So I'm worried about those two things. What I do like about it is the, is the idea that if it does work, it should be cool. Graphics seem cool. And it seems like a cool, um, you know, story-based adventure game that I would like to play. Yeah, I'm with you. It's um, not one I'll buy out the gate though. This is, this, this will wait for reviews. I'm imagining it's going to get a six and a half to seven. That's my prediction. And I'll pick it up in the bargain bin later. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Um, you know, if, if reviews come out, if it gets at least an eight, I could see myself getting it soon because it is one sure. that I have been a bit excited for. And for the record, I really enjoyed Heavy Rain. Yeah, I'm not saying that it wasn't uh, a great game. I think the story was much better than the game design, though, in that case. I like the origami. Sometimes I felt like I was folding something yeah, up that was cool. with my controller. What about that love scene, though, that you had to, had to mash buttons to? That was kind of weird, though, right? I was into it. You would be. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, so that, that drops on uh, May 25th, yeah. only on the PS4, of course. It's is, is very soon. It is. It is indeed. It's it's what it snuck Friday. up on us. It's It's been traveling uh, yeah. up to up to now without much like, I think most hype. of the hype was God of War, and then immediately following that, people were getting excited about Spider-Man, at least in PS4 terms, because they, they dropped the date for that. And now it's the run-up to E3, so I think, I'm afraid it's going to get lost in the shuffle, and I kind of, you know hope it doesn't if it's good i agree there we go all right uh what what did what, what happened last time I, 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 let's check it out previously on polykill jake went stem to stern on the two masterpiece titles last of us and the brand new god of war draft satisfied a new year's revel draft satisfied a new year's resolution by beating another fighting game in than just as gods among us jake put a little more time into overwatch while draft commits to playing rhyme and gets a little further in Far Cry 5. The solo, narrative-driven game experience and its future serve as the topic of this year. All right, so that's what happened last time. Uh, you beat two big ones. I did. I mean, those were sizable, sizable campaigns. And it made up for the several weeks in a row in which you've not beaten any games. That is accurate. And you come in swinging, and, got, and you beat those, you started them and finished them in the same span. The same span. Of, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I didn't do anything special. You didn't. So that was me. Right. Yeah, fun episode, though. So, games that we've completed. One, two, three, four. We're just gonna beat it. Yo, we're just gonna beat it. Then we're not gonna play it anymore. Oh, I can't help thinking about D. Snyder and his teeth. Does he have too many? He's you got, wonder. I think he's got 38. 38 I regular teeth. 38. Not even, we're not even talking molars. We're just talking about the ones that are visible. Yeah. 38 visible teeth. <laughs> That's probably. He's got, he's got another th- 30 or 40 back back further into the jowl. <laughs> into the jowl, yeah. <laughs> he's like a worm. He's got teeth down in his throat. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. He probably does. But anyway. Did you, seriously, side note, did hmm. you see his like ballad slash piano remix of We're Not Gonna Take It where he's like wearing wispy white clothes and someone's playing a white classical piano in the desert? No, but I am turned on in the same way that I am when I see Slash rise up out of the ocean playing okay. a solo. It is horrible. It's not good? <laughs> it's horrible. How is it bad? It's so cheesy. Is he even good at piano? He doesn't play the piano, thankfully. He's just standing there where someone else plays it. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. 
All right. Was that his twisted sister doing it? Hmm? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I think D. Snyder jokes are 30 years late. They're too late. But he does have a new record coming out. So there you go. No shit. We're timely. Yeah. Wow. That's Crazy. exciting. All right. So anyway. I mean, how many more times can we do that transition and I talk about know. D. Snyder? Like, and he him be actually somewhat relevant. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was probably it right there. That was probably it. All right. Out of the gate, uh, I finished a game that I loved dearly. Shining horse. Okay. Very shiny horse. Yeah. Funny story about horse. So mm-hmm. my wife and I, well, my wife is, is really, I don't want to use the term she's big into horses because that, <laughs> that, that sounds like not okay to say. Right. Horse fan. She's invested in equestrian culture. Yeah. Uh, she she rode competitively as a child or as a, as a teenager and she still likes horses. She watches a lot of vet shows. She likes horses, whatever. Yada, yada, yada. Gotcha. Uh, for some reason we got on, we, we, we could not think of the Spanish word for horse. I was in one of my modes oh. where I just s- s- alternate every English word with the Spanish word just to see how much she gets because I don't know what I'm saying. For sure. You know, I just do it for fun. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out, I couldn't remember what a horse was and she couldn't either and I kept calling them horchachos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, would you ride that? We're like driving through the country. Like, what do you think about that, Horchacho? <laughs> like, shit like that. And uh, nice. now I'm to the point where like, that's just horse to me. Yeah. Horchacho. Horchacho. <laughs> Turns perfect. out, caballo. Okay. Yeah. So you're not t- terribly far off. I mean, I did make a Spanish sound with my mouth when you I did. was thinking of horses. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Shining Horchacho <laughs> or Shining Force. Right. Uh, the only tactical RPG aside from maybe... I guess you can count the XCOM series. Absolutely. Um, maybe the only, the only ones I've ever beaten. The okay. only ones I've ever stuck through to the end. Because usually I, I hit some wall. Or there's some diff, spiky difficulty that I can't overcome. And I just mm. quit. So, so what kept you playing? Was it the story or the mechanics? Or both? Uh, I mean, people hate when you say this. But video game stories are not it for me. Okay. They're they're the... I mean, rare occasions. Sure. Right? But the, the, old, the old fantasy routine of... Find the shiny crystal, go to the dark demon. Gotcha. Use that kind of thing. I don't a little rote, a little trite. Yeah, passe. It's just, uh, it's just there to have a purpose, right? To do the thing. Yeah. MacGuffin, as I would say. Um, but I mean, the game. I mean, it's a pretty game. At least it looks good on my PVM, mm-hmm. which we you know what doesn't. Right. Um, I didn't like the menu system. A little clunky. Okay. Requires like a. I don't even want to explain it because it pisses me off just thinking about it. But we've all been there. That is the detraction. I would say that is the key detraction okay. from the game is the menu system. You get over it, but it sucks. Gotcha. Uh, no idea what the game sounds like because I played it on uh, mute and listened to podcasts the entire time. No mm-hmm. idea if it has a good soundtrack. Couldn't tell you. Well, no idea. Wow. Uh, one of the reasons for that is that to be fair, I played it on my BVM. Oh, what is? I don't what even is, know what that stands for. Okay. I don't know. But I know VM is video monitor. Is it better? Yeah, better video monitor? It is a B video monitor. I really don't know what the B stands for, okay. but that BVM, supposedly a better machine, but has no speakers. Ah. And so what I'm able to do with some of my consoles, mm-hmm. I ordered these RGB cables that had this audio out, and I okay. could hook that into an external speaker and hear it. Boom. But I didn't do that with my Genesis because I didn't know I was going to be getting a BVM. Gotcha. So I, I had it hooked up to that, and I just mm. I couldn't hear it. And I wanted to listen to podcasts anyway. So basically, mm. I don't know what it sounds like. That's okay. what I'm saying. Uh, probably good, I'd assume. Yeah. I'm um, looking forward to playing the sequels. Cool. You know, and I'll talk yeah. about, I mean... We got a few of those. Lined Spoiler up. alert! That's my that's my restocking the log. It's oh, going to be the okay. sequel. Mm-hmm. But uh, and one correction from last episode: yeah, I, yeah. I think I had said that uh, Shining Force was the first game in the series, and and somehow it's not. It oh. was Shining in the Darkness is the first game Shining in the series. Shining in the Darkness. Yeah, but okay. I enjoy, I enjoyed the game. That sounds a like lot. a child's book. So to answer your question, I think what kept me playing it one is that uh, to be fair, it's kind of beatable. Okay. 
you know, it doesn't really throw you a big loop there at the end. As long, like I said before, there's no lost time. So as long as you keep playing it, you get better. Ah, you you get stronger and faster. You just beat it. Okay, you know? but it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed the cool. shit out of that game. Um, another game that I beat. Or do you want to get out of the way that you didn't beat anything? I didn't beat a full game, but I'll tell you what I did beat. You oh. ready for what I did beat? Oh, my God. I did beat the bonus episode of Life is Strange Before the Storm. Hmm. So I did get credits on something. Fair enough. Yeah. Those aren't short. Like the, I mean, that one was the shorter oh. of, of all of them. It was like maybe an hour and a half. Because every time I think about like, oh, I should play a Life is Strange episode, I'm like, oh, that's right. Someone told me they're all three hours long. And I'm like, I don't I don't, I don't want to break them up. Yeah, yeah you don't want to break them up. Break so, them up. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I got credits. I'll okay. take that. All right. Yeah. Ain't nobody mad at you. I'm just, yeah. I just, you wrote nothing on your I sheet. I did because I honestly forgot about it until like right this second. So. I was going to bust your balls a little bit and then you're like, actually, <laughs> let, me actually. Tell you, let me tell you when he did beat that. It was entrapment. It was. All right. Good job. Um, I also beat uh, Parappa the Fapper. Mm. Yeah. Like nice. On the PSP. Okay. Now, Jake, have you ever been doing Kung Fu with your Onion Dojo Master and decided your future was in rap? No. Okay, well... I don't know what it feels like to be Parappa the Fapper, then. Well, you, you've probably never met a Dojo Master who was also a steamy onion. I've not. This game is bonkers. But it is on... It is, like, throughout... You know, it's on every PC... Or PS... PlayStation iteration ever, so it's on, yes. like, PS1, rematch on PS3, it's on PSP, it's on your... PS4. PlayStation, PS4, whatever. Right. Um, but probably I played on the be. PSP. I had a car ride coming up. I had a whole week where I was traveling for work and didn't get to play any games. Ah. Then I had to travel for the weekend with family, ah. and so I took my PSP with me there and was uh, like, let's get one, let's get one down. Let's get one in. Let's at least beat Jake. Yeah. Um, so I did beat it in the car, 45 minutes. Oh. I had always wanted to play or own Parappa the Rapper for the PlayStation 1 because okay. of a demo disc I got oh, as a kid. Yeah, it, yeah, okay. It came on there and, and I just played the first fight, which is the kick, punch, it's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things that teach you are sort of picture. Nevertheless, you get a lesson from teacher. Now kick, and then punch, and, and you okay. push the buttons. Okay. Right? And was I, fun. As a kid, I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Colorful, fun. Uh, turns out, as an adult, still colorful. <laughs> that didn't change. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, not not as fun. Okay. And I think part of it is because it was the PSP version. So I did a little research on mm-hmm. this because okay. I was like, I... Is it just me? Is it me, God? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I don't mean to brag, but I mean, I can, I can kick shit out of a rhythm game. You yeah. know, you, you, get, you give me a Guitar Hero guitar, I'll fucking slap them buttons in order and right on time, right on cue. Boom. Um, but for some reason, pushing like four face buttons into like, you know, a simple rap thing, not working out what's going on. Mm. And so people were like, yeah, the PSP version's kind of broken. Like oh. you really have to rely on the audio. You can't use the, the visual thing. Gotcha. And so you, and that will kind of mess you up. So you kind of have to like memorize the buttons and then kind of look off into space and do it in your own head, which makes it kind of hard and sure. kind of bitchy and kind of frustrating. It's more rhythmic that way. Less visual. In a sense. But then I found sometimes where... Like the rhythm, the buttons that you push wouldn't match the rhythm. Oh. And that would make it worse. Okay. It was fucking a mess. But I did beat it. I was actually surprised I beat it. Like I was in the car and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this is terrible. How'd I beat this? <laughs> um, nice. But somehow it was still fun. You know, like I complained about it the, like the whole time. Well, you hadn't time played the video game in like a week and a half. So maybe that it was, was part true. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was true. It's like, you know, you being celibate for two months and just getting your hands on some 40 grade sandpaper and being like, it'll do. <laughs> it'll do. It's, it's something. Fine. It's, it's something. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so that was that. Um, two more games here. 
you know, I'm just going to keep going. Keep trolling. Uh, beat uh, College Clam Slam. What in the hell is that? <laughs> well, it sounds <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. It does. It's College Slam. College okay, I threw the, Slam. Threw the clam in there, the for in there just for fun. For comedic. You sabotage it. So, like NBA Jam. Yeah. You know, but but college. Okay. I didn't know that about it. I didn't know that that such a thing existed. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be a college game where it was like five on five and the graphics were crude and I was going to hate it. Right. But I don't even know why I played it, to be quite honest with you. I just but, popped but it in. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I think it was it was made or at least ported by the same people that ported NBA Jam, so it's got a lot of shared characteristics. Like it's uh, two on two, a lot of the fancy jams, a lot of the same setups. Nice. The main difference and a difference that I like, uh, or there's two differences. One, in NBA Jam, mm-hmm. uh, you can shove people all day long, knock them down, knock them down, and the only thing it might do to them is make them a little worse at like shooting. Doesn't sure. slow them down. Doesn't right. do anything else. But in this game, like if you push them down, which is the injury count, like, you can fuck them up so bad that they barely walk across the court. Wow, which is pretty cool, right? It's sure. Kind of neat. Like you yeah. really, you know, there's a point to it other than just yeah. I just knocking people across the floor. Right. Just love doing it. Um, the other thing is that you can call a timeout at any point in the game, mm-hmm. and you get so many. I think you get like one per half, and do a substitution. Nice. So, in so the if you got jam, one guy who's get gotten beat up, you, you can just swap them out. out. You get to do that once per half. Uh, but like in NBA Jam, you don't get to do that. You get to do it once at halftime, right, or once at the beginning of the game, right. So that's kind of cool. So I played through the tournament. So you can play like um, I think there's like it's a 16 team tournament, so it's not a full 64. So you play like four games to to get to the championship. Okay. And so I thought it was pretty fun. And I get to the finals, and it, it's a tough game. Mm. and it's tied and it goes into overtime. Well, I, I learned that in overtime, no matter how injured your people are, you get no timeouts. You can't switch anybody. Whoa. I end up going to three overtimes. And both teams, we've been beating the shit out of each other so bad, it takes forever to get down the floor. We're just like crawling. And you're just <laughs> passing it before somebody gets Because if they just touch you, you're going to lose the ball. And I ended up winning 100 to 97 in three overtimes. It was actually a lot of fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was It was intense. Yeah. Like, you know, if I, I had lost that game, and then that means like the other three games that I had played previously, I wasted like an hour and a half of my life on College Slam. I don't mm. think I'd be able to live to sure. tell about it. I'd have probably hung myself in my living room. Be like, yes. what I do? I, I could have been playing a better game. But that uh, the story to share there at the end, hundred to ninety-seven, ah, oh, so good, sweet so victory, sweet, sweet victory, so nice. good. Nice. Lastly, okay, now Jake, have you ever been told to take a train, but the person telling you that you need to take this train, lost your train ticket, it was shredded into several pieces, and they had you go find it in a privately owned and trippy-ass train station. No. This game sucks. Yeah, it it's sounds awful. called Off Peak. I was like, let's get a shorty in so I can have something to either love or hate in this episode. Okay, this now this is one of those probably... FPX is on free Steam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like like we played back in the day, like the old... Uh, the old Bleed Indies, yeah. Yeah, what were they called? A fucking... Uh, what was that one? Shoties? Finger, finger? Oh, Finger Bones. Finger Bones, yeah. That's yeah. Is that bones. one in The Static Speaks My Name, which was yeah. really decent. I like that one. Uh, this one, you know, most of the rest of them lasted about an hour. Yeah. This one's really short. Okay. And it's like a hunt and find game, so you're looking for those train tickets in this train station, and I, I don't know, like... It's got weird commentary. Like, I think they're trying to... It, it's very hoity-toity. Like, the the music is very, like, swanky and jazzy, and they have, like, all this um, actual, like, art in the train station, but it's, like, supposed to be, like, an artsy train station. It's really fucking dumb. Like, mm. I can't... Uh, it's really stupid. And then when you get to the end, mm. 
you visit all these things in the train station looking for your ticket and you can like take things it's like hey would you like to take these vinyls these albums and you're like sure i mean i guess i don't do i have to pay for them and like no it's like no you just take them and then when you get to the end they're like hey you stole all our shit and there's like some lesson about it i couldn't hate it more wow if it punched me in my nuts wow i don't think i could hate it sounds awful it's pretty bad it's like probably the worst 20 minutes i've ever experienced hmm Second only to the worst hour I could have experienced if I had lost that last game of right. college. Of Clank course. Slam. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So all in all, pretty goddamn dumb. Yeah. Don't play that game. If you don't. see off-peak, don't do it. It's not great. Unless it's conveying some message that's just so above me and so hipstery mm. that I just can't fathom it. But just the music, the art, and the ambiance, I just hated it. Okay. Hate it so much. So there's that. So I got to bitch about something, which was kind of fun. That is fun. Yep. Good job. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So let's take it into the polykill hour. Let's do it. People that used the hashtag just beat it, beat some video games, shared that hashtag and a screenshot of the game they beat and told us what game they beat because we're not always good at getting it from the screenshot. We're going to share the big beaters here. Big beaters. And then the rest of the beats will be in a separate video. As per use. Are you awake over there? you all right? Yeah. Good. All right, let's go. Uh, I'll do not bolt. Okay. Chris R. at BaseGuy654 beat Halo Combat Evolved and Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, a game Chris thought would teach him how to get out of a jaywalking with the intent to harm citation. Oh, hell. Yeah, that's jaywalking with a purpose. That is, yeah, intent to harm. Wow. Okay, so Musty at Musty Hobbit, whose hair is so sweet it gave his neck diabetes, beat Halo, Combat Evolved, and God of War. Man, that's some sweet hair. That's some sweet hair. Neck beaties. <laughs> yeah. Cliff at Cliff Hikes beat Mirror's Edge Catalyst and The Witness. Cliff literally beat The Witness within an inch of their life and dared them to go to the cops. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, it's harsh. That's a felony. That is. Frankie at Viper Strike beat Omen Sight and Lightfall. Lightfall is about the time Frankie tripped up some stairs and landed on a, on his supple junk, preventing worse injury. Just a Lightfall, you know? Just a Lightfall. And and thankfully, he's got that package to yes. cushion the blow. Boom. Could have bruised the knee. Could have hurt his femur. Could have dislocated his pelvis. Could have. But thanks to that supple junk, prevented worse injury. Church yeah. at the... Game Grinder. I can't remember where the underscore goes there, Church. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it might be after the the, which is what I wrote, but it doesn't look right. It doesn't. I uh, beat God of War and FX Unit Yuki, which is weird because I don't think Church's unit is Yuki at all. <laughs> I think it's fine. I wouldn't call it Yuki a bit. <laughs> very nice. Uh, so once again, the rest of these will be on a separate video found on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, we'll do something silly with them and yeah, hopefully make you laugh. Yeah. Now it's time for the games going back on the log. We're stuck in the log. We're you, stuck in the log. You, you, wow, wow. I'll do your part sorry, two. Sorry. God damn it. For, forgot about it. <laughs> forgot about it. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> I'm, since you went ahead and uh, blew your load early. Blew it hard. You blew it real hard. So you're restocking with Shining Force 2. I did. Now, do you think you'll ever go back and play Shining in the Darkness? <clears throat> uh, yeah. But, okay. but you want to continue the story that you didn't pay attention I, to? I don't think the story matters. I think, uh, from what I hear, okay. Shining in the Darkness is a little bit of a different game. I think it's Ooh. a different style of RPG. Just what I heard. Okay. I hear. I don't think it's the tactical side. And I, I liked. I liked what I had with Shining Force. I'll try Shining Force too. I do intend to one day play Shining in the Darkness. I don't think any of them overlap story wise. Okay, so. fair enough. Uh, I didn't restock with anything new, so there you go. There's my story. Because I'm still in the in the hiatus mm-hmm. of game purchases. I've got about five weeks left, so I'm pretty excited. I will tell you that I'm planning to get Neo. Oh, really? When I'm done, yeah. What made you? What made you go to that route? 
Uh, I really think it was uh, a couple of things. One, God of War um, really just sort of got me jazzed up for like a hardcore combat game. And Neo is that, but set in like some weird demonic feudal Japan. And I just, I think I'd have fun with it. Supposedly difficult too, eh? Yeah, supposedly. And I'm sure it is. You know, God of War was no walk in the park. Everybody's beating it though. Everybody's beating it. Well, you got to. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you got you got to do you it. Got you got to do it. I talked to Brian at lunch today because you don't go to lunch with us anymore. And he, uh, man, he's he's on it. He's loving it. He's too. loving it. That's he good. Loving it. He is. He is. He's like he said. You know, usually when I play these third person action games, adventure games, after a while, I'm like, all right, I'm tired of doing these things. I kind of just want it to be over. And we both agreed that the Last of Us kind of did that to us. Like at a certain point, we were like, I just kind of want to want this to wrap up. That one did feel a little long in the tooth at yeah. about the twenty hour mark. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like God of War. I just I'm just rubbing my hands, saying, "All right, what's next? What's That's next?" Cool. So he's uh, he's having a blast, and uh, yeah, I do so intend I can... to one day uh, join you again at lunch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a personal thing. I was it starting is, to think it was. It is. It is absolutely not. I would love uh, to eat in your presence and masticate among my brethren. <laughs> masticate burritos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Porchachos. Porchacho burrito. burritos. I don't think you want a horse burrito. I don't I, think you want it. I'd fine. That's be probably fine. what we're eating anyway. It might be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Taco Bell serves weird things. If you like Horchacho burrito. <laughs> be, be, be sure to reach out to Caltech. This episode is sponsored by Cowden Technologies LLC. Caltech focuses on product development in robotics, web apps, mobile apps, home automation, or some combination of the above. To learn more, or to start a conversation about your hojajo, or your future product or idea, send an email to info at cowden.tech, that is info at c-o-w-d-e-n.tech, and we'd like to thank Cowden Tech for their gracious donation to the Cartridge Club Banquet Hall. It's going to be part of the Chicago trip. Very exciting. It's very exciting. Indeed, indeed. All right, if you like what you're hearing so far, be sure to check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Podcast. You can also find us online at the Cartridge Club website. That's cartridgeclub.org. You can also find us at our own URL, which is polykill.com. Reach out to us at polykillpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a love letter, love notes, some dick pics, some nice nudes, whatever you got. And also, we're on Spotify, as you probably know, because we continue to plug that because we think it's just damn cool. It's pretty cool. It is. You can also check out our video content over on youtube.com forward slash polykillpodcast. Once again, thank all of you for subscribing to get us our own custom Earl. Earl. <laughs> also, uh, thanks to Musty Hobbit, who nominated us for a YouTuber of the Month contest, and we picked up even a few more subscribers well, there. Well, hellfire. Yeah, so... Brimstone, uh, they say. And they're all awaiting that God of War review video that we promised them you would make. I plan to do that still. <laughs> <laughs> when the game is old and forgotten. Old and forgotten. No, I'm kind of just... Uh, it's going to be spoilery, so I just want to put it out a little later. Hmm. And uh, I'll definitely, you know, kind of divide it. Like, I've already got it planned out. Like, first half, not spoilery. And then flag it and say, hey, spoilers. But I know some people's curiosity might get the best of them, and I don't want to even facilitate someone spoiling this game before they play it themselves. I believe in that. Save people from themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Big government. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, the foreplay. Foreplay, long time Boston song. Grinding on the log. What are you grinding on? What are you grinding on? Hell, I'm grinding on Barfly 5. What in the hell is Barfly 5? It's where you sit around in a bar with a bunch of old 
dudes that just want to get prostitutes and eat macaroni all the time, and you tell them about your hard day at work, <laughs> and, and they laugh and complain about their wives, and you join in, but you like your wife. You don't mind yours too much, but they don't like theirs. They're like, ah, Diane loves me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Who, yeah, Diane seemed right. <laughs> Feels like they would have a Diane. <laughs> but no, Barfly 5 is Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5. I'm almost done. You think you're almost done? Is what I you am think. almost done. There's a, sure there's a measurement in the game of how done you might be. Oh, hellfire. There's three regions, and you beat the boss of each of the three regions, and okay. you unlock the big boss. I have unlocked the big boss. So there's four regions. Well, four bosses. Four bosses. Okay. Yeah. Um, Not that that matters to me. I just wanted to make sure I knew. (laughs) (laughs) You seem like you care. You're like, oh, there's four bosses. No, what happened was immediately I was like, cult, subversion of Christianity. They're going to do three bosses to like simulate the Trinity. But then you said there's a fourth boss. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) You went really far in only a matter of milliseconds. That's how I go. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I'll be sad when it's done. Aww. Uh, I've recorded some of the most goofy fucking videos I have ever recorded in, in a video game before, and just okay. a lot of cool shit that I do. Nice. Like, just shooting a guy through the trees with my bow while he's on an ATV, and, like, getting him, the guy behind him, like, that's some, like, Just Call shit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. It's, it's awesome. Very emergent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Very again, nice. that story, it's, it's more fun than it is riveting. I wanted riveting, mm. but still, like, I'm in. Sure. But, uh, you know, I wish cool. it were a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So much fun, man. I don't know. What else can you say about it? I mean, everybody knows what Far Cry is. It's just a first-person playground, right. and it is just titty meat on an Oreo ice cream sandwich. Like, <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. that good. Okay. It's pretty good. Um, rhyme, I've started. Okay. Now, I'm not going to throw the word Raptors around, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you, you haven't gotten to the Raptors parts yet. I, I save Raptors for, like, big shit, you know? <laughs> but... Uh, like dark cloud you know pre-raptures <laughs> is it, is it? Uh, okay but, but so uh you're enjoying it and um that's good i'm glad you were playing it and yeah. uh, i'm Visually really excited stunning, uh, whimsical yeah. as shit great music great music yeah. about a third of the way through my wife sat with me and, and watched she enjoyed watching it yeah uh, it's, a, it's a great um minimalist game too I, yeah. I enjoy the fact that it, the game design is intuitive enough that you don't have to have a cluttered hud and that makes me happy yeah and it, it's it's interesting because you feel like you probably don't know where you're supposed to go, but you, you always get there. You do. You I mean, you follow the fox, but you do. That helps. Um, I mean, like, it doesn't do anything unique. It's just, like, really soundly made. It's like, yeah. it, it was made with a lot of love, and I like truth. that. Truth. Yeah, truth, it gives me eco feels a little bit, just... Yeah, it definitely got the eco feels, or the, the team eco feels mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, dig it. And I guess I'll get my last one out of the way here. Do it. Valkyria Chronicles 2. Dose on the PSP. On the PSP. This yeah. is a game I'd, I'd kind of started tinkering with. I don't know if I ever mentioned it here, but just put it in, played it a little bit, see what was up. And it became my fallback game after I beat Parappa, because mm. I took two games on my trip and I beat the first one before I left my state. Damn. I was like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> so, you know, a little bit of Valkyria Chronicles 2. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, it's a tactical RPG, right. third-person perspective shift into the battlefield. It's the kind of game that I, for my PSP, I just want something that, again, I can pick up and play on a car ride that I have sporadically once every couple months. Sure. This game seems like it's it's building its way up to being like much more complex and intricate than I really want it to be. Mm. So I think for, it's... For the purpose of which you're playing. Yeah. 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 And like, I have no complaints about that. I think it's a soundly made game and it's sure. fun, but I can definitely see like in two months when I come back to it, I'm going to be like, the fuck? Yeah. And I'm not going to know what I'm doing. Right. So I don't think it's a game I'll finish, but it's the game that I'm going to have fun kind of tinkering around with. Okay. I play it. You know what yeah. I mean? I actually have the first one uh, on PS4, the remastered version. Mm. It's on deck. I might uh, like... Um, I'll go go ahead and jump into the one that I'm playing now, and that is Whore's Island, 
Zero Dong. Ah, Hors Island. Hors Island, Zero Dong. Nice. Uh, Horchacho so, yeah. Island. <laughs> yeah, so Horizon Zero Dawn, I jumped back into that after God of War wrapped up, or after, rather, The Last of Us wrapped up. And I think I am on the verge of completing it. I've gotten pretty far as of late. Um, so, yeah, I'm still enjoying it. The story is starting to come together a little bit more. The threads that I've been pulling throughout the game are starting to manifest some interesting details and i'm um you know i'm not enamored by it at least the story it's cool it's not something that i didn't suspect necessarily but uh getting all the details is finally nice because it is it is a game of threads it's a game of you get a little here you get a little there and then when the reveals start happening it it, it feels sort of fulfilling just uh from a mechanical side of things can i ask you a even deeper maybe more important question you can is it a Whore's Island if there is zero donk. Uh, yeah. It could still be? Yeah. Okay. Girl and girl action, man. Where you been? I, I just, I wasn't aware if there was a big of market for that. Oh, I'm sure you there's think a it, oh, fine market fine. if there's no donk. Okay, I just wanted I to know. make sure. I don't know, though. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know. I don't know either. That's a research paper that I am willing to write. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to do the research. You do the right. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, oh, all right. So, well, we've been uh, sophomoric. Um, yeah. You can be on whatever island you want with however many dongs you want to be. That's fine with us. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. We endorse. We don't give a shit. All dong and all islands. Now it's time for the disc gear. Yeah. So this time we, we crowdsourced a bit. Uh, needless to say, You've been a busy man. A little bit, yeah. And uh, I've been uh, a lazy man, so we didn't really have anything concrete. Going into this, we were like, you know what? Let's reach out to our community. Let's talk to them. What do they want to hear about? And I tell you, the four of them came out in droves. They came out in droves. All of them. It was like four distinct human-sized droves. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, uh, those Jeff, of you that voted. Sam and Max. And uh, and Billy. Don't forget Billy. Oh, of course. And uh, But we also did have a couple of comments, because um, I did... I, I Literally a, a couple. A couple. Literally okay. a couple. So we're up to six responses. That's right. good. So, no, in general, I was like, hey, here's some starter ideas that we can talk about, um, but feel free to add your own, but... We we got a little bit of a response out of that, but oh. we'll still we'll still talk about that. Fuck yeah, we yeah, will. We don't give a shit. We're a podcast. We, we do talk. What we want. That's all we do is talk about shit. Absolutely, goddamnly right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first thing that I uh, suggested uh, was E three twenty eighteen. So that was choice number one, and that was the overwhelming winner in the voting. Really? Yeah, overwhelming. I, t- I seem to remember uh, last year after we did, we did what, seven E3 podcasts? I, I think there was like nine. People hated it by the time we got the E4. Yeah. They didn't yeah. even like E4. They didn't like E4. I thought E4 was a great idea. <laughs> We're doing E4 again this year. Yeah, Goddamn right we I, are. I tell you that much. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We also, I also threw in the uh, Walmart of Canada E3 leak which led to some interesting follow-up from not only games journalists, but also a publisher. So that's kind of interesting. And then we had, uh, you know, a, a couple little ancillary comments that we'll get to more specifically when it's time. But we'll start off with the the lesser uh, requested, but it also sort of facilitates what happens next in the conversation, and that is the leak okay. from Walmart. That's so they put, up these, they put up these listings on their website and I saw it from Wario64's Twitter account because he's like whoever runs that is an omnipresent god because they get stuff immediately uh, but they, they uh, shared a screenshot of what happened there's some interesting things on this list of games that are showing up as pre-orders now 
Right. And so there is a some conflict of thought of are these real? Right. Or are these actually real leaks? Are there are we being gaslighted? Are there are there some falsities in here? Some placeholders. Placeholders? Well will these be announced at E three? Does someone know? Or will they not? Right. Are, are, they, are these presumptive? Exactly. So we thought we'd go through these and, and name them and then kind of Say whether or not we think they're coming out. Kind of like a hot or not thing. Hot or not. Because yeah. a lot of these, we've uh, before we did the show, Jake and I agreed that these probably do exist or will exist in some form sooner or later. Right. They're not that far-fetched. Right. So will they be out this year? Right. And then maybe we can discuss whether or not, if we don't think that, will they at least be announced at E3? So, Correct. You want to just run through them? Let's do it. Okay. The first one is Tom Clancy's The Division 2. This one's sort of an easy one to get out of the way because yeah. we sort of know this was coming. Right. This one's already been announced. Ubisoft already said this is happening. There's no firm details on launch date or anything, but it is going to happen. Um, the Division 1 kind of had a big buzz when it got its first trailer launched to... That door shut. The door. That was the big that thing. door. And that's back when people cared about second screen experiences. Remember that? Yeah, like look at your uh, look at your phone and you can see some shit. Yeah, Yeah. dumb shit. Um, But that is uh, not a surprise, right? It's already been announced. I don't think it's happening this year. You don't think so? I don't think it'll be at E three. I mean, I think it will be at E three, but I don't think it's launching this year. I think it's a a, at least next year. So I've not. You know, this is kind of good because I'm, I'm kind of cold on a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought about what may or may not um, be be exposed at E3. Without thinking about too many other Ubisoft titles that could exist, uh, mm-hmm. I could see maybe this one being being a game that comes out before the holiday season. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't think it's I don't think it's too early to or too late in the game to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I think I, well, one I think or hope a lot of companies have taken a page from the Bethesda playbook and been like that's hopeful thinking but I yeah that would be good you know show and drop same year right uh, is this the kind of game that's good for that I don't know no, no, no. I, I mean yeah, I think it's I think it's next year you think it's next year, <laughs> I, think I, it's next year. I, I I think I agree with you but I, I guess I'm saying that I would not be surprised if it were this year fair fair what about Splinter Cell that's fun this is this is kind of a, an interesting one because um, those of you that are, uh, I guess, what I would call in the know, and by in the know, I mean you've been on the internet, uh, there is a, an add-on for Ghost Recon Wildlands, which includes a side mission where you actually talk to Sam Fisher as voiced by the OG voice actor Michael Ironside, because he was Sam Fisher through four or five games, and then they replaced him when they did Blacklist. But now, Ironside's back. He's in an Ubisoft game. So my thoughts is, all right, he's in a booth doing voice lines. They're teasing this for some reason. So this is definitely, there's definitely a new Splinter Cell game coming, I think. I don't think it's coming this year because I think it's still way too early for that. But I definitely think we'll see a new Splinter Cell at E3. I agree with everything you said. I agree. And I think, I mean, you sold me a little bit when you said they brought him in for, right? like they're warming him up. Yeah. For a a reunion tour. Get a little hype. And do you think it'll just be called Splinter Cell? Do you think they'll just reboot? I think they will. I think that's the smart thing to do. How long has it been since the last old celled Splinter? I there was uh in Años or Horchacho <laughs> or Años. What the hell are you even saying? In horse years, how many times? <laughs> in horse years. <laughs> you know what horchacho means. <laughs> I don't know what horse years are though. Um <laughs> there's they're human years the same. <laughs> okay. Uh so I'm trying I really don't know how many years it's been. I know the last one was called Blacklist and it was a three sixty game. So it's been at least five years. 
since, oh, wow. there's, since okay. there's been a mainline Splinter Cell. So game. last uh, generation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been nothing this gen at all. Everybody's been rebooting here on this gen. Right, and that makes sense. Bring that it on. Sense. They've had so many subtitles. You know, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow, Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory, Splinter Cell, Blacklist, Splinter Cell, Double Agent. Just like good God, just start over. You're a Splinter Cell savant. That was pretty good. Yeah. You named at least I like, six. I like those games. Yeah, you do. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. Uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. Now, this is one that you and I had no fucking clue about. Had to Google. A little Google action there. Mm-hmm. Turns Turn- out it's a PC game. Was, yeah. yeah or a PC franchise, actually. Yeah, yeah. decently regarded. It was, a, it was between a 7 and an 8 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, the that's the second one, actually. The first one was a mod to the Source Engine uh, Valve Source Engine. So, ah, okay. Um, the Insurgency itself was the first true by itself release, and then this is going to be. Well, we think it will be a uh, a, a sequel to that Sandstorm, and it's mm. going to go across, or it's going to at least be on the PS4 according to this image. Right, right. So become the console. So yeah, that, I don't that, know that enough cool. about it to say yay or nay. Honestly, yeah, I don't either. I'm, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. that's kind of my response to it. Cool. Yeah. So the next one up, uh, we're we're kind of going in order of these, and if you're playing along at home, you'll know the next one is The Last of Us Two. Now, this is a given that we're going to see this at E3. We already know that. Yeah, we've seen trailer for it already. We've already seen that one little. Yeah, it little, exists. Yeah, it's out there. Um, but the question is, do we know? Do we know a release date for this thing? I don't think so. Want me to Google it while you talk about something smart? Yeah. Be so, smart. I'll be I'll be smart. So like I. One of the main reasons that I did decide to go ahead and jump on The Last of Us after beating God of War was to make sure that I would be fine to go into this next Sony presser because I'm pretty sure at some point, you know, they're going to show some details that I may not, I may be able to make inferences from if I hadn't beat the game. So I didn't want to do that. What'd you find out? Uh, No release date. No release date. So it could be this year. Your prognostications say... Maybe late maybe late 2018 or early 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking summer 2019. You're thinking summer 2019. I mean, well, given that we used to get summer block... Well, we didn't, actually. Summer's mm-hmm. usually the dearth in games. Right. I'm thinking of movies. So March, maybe. That's a good time to That's release a time. game. That's usually when some hot mm. ones come out. So maybe then. I would love... See, because in my mind, I only know of one release date for Sony this fall. And that's a game that's on this list, too, probably. Okay. So I don't know of any others. I'm so. thinking definitely not 2018. Okay. Okay. For Last of Us what you, did you, were you on the fence or no? I, I think it will be this fall. Oh, you think Last of Us 2? I think it will be this fall. Oh, wow. Okay. Or winter. You know, maybe like a November release. Okay. Just because they've already shown the trailer. Shown the trailer. It's been a couple of years. I mean, Last of Us, the first Last of Us. And they're going to focus on it. It's one of their focuses. Right. That's one of their focuses on their E3 press conference. And how long has it been since the first Last of Us? Five years at this point? Something like that? 2013, yeah. So... My thing is, though, when I'm thinking about what Sony's done in the past, and of uh-huh. course they could change, but when, you know, last year, some of the big things that they showed were God of War, um, Spider-Man, those came out March to n- still coming out, Detroit. So I'm thinking, sure. like, if it, they feature it, it's not really a guarantee for the same year. So that's the sure, only reason. But if they I'm focus, kinda, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. It's fun to talk about. It I don't is know. fun. I, I ho- I'm very hopeful. Yeah. I really do want to, I'm really excited to go back into that world and you know, given how, <clears throat> given how Naughty Dog has, um, how good they are at evolving their game design, I'm really excited to to see what they what they did. All right, Just Cause Four. They've shown this for PS4 and Xbox One. Now, I don't think this is coming based on something else. Oh, so like 
Oh. I doubt this game even exists, frankly. Really? And the reason I think that is because... We'll go ahead and drop this in here because it's relevant. Rage 2 mm-hmm. was outed in this league. Mm-hmm. And Bethesda owned it. Bethesda owned it. And like, yeah, we're doing it. And then shortly after that, Avalanche Studios, who develops just calls for just calls series mm-hmm. said yeah we're making this and it is helping us with the first person mechanics right so i think avalanche is tied up with rage 2 i don't think they're making just calls for do you think uh in in because of bethesda is mm-hmm. is a show it and throw it kind of thing right uh it could be that rage 2 is the kind of thing they could drop now-ish. That's and coming next year. That's already confirmed. Oh, is it? 2019. Oh, is it? I didn't know nah. that. Okay, well, there you go. Well, that, yeah. that spoils my answer for later because I thought it was going to be this year. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If, if they're just helping with like the first person uh, part of it, I mean, there's a chance they could do both. Who knows no, how? They're, they're doing everything but the first person. Oh, everything but. Yeah. Oh. Because they, they don't do first person games. They did Mad Max. Right, right, right. And Just Call It. Those are third person. I don't know. Part of me thinks it does exist in some form, but maybe it's just more of a like, guess 2019 is, is or 2020. this listing was based on maybe some job listings or some activity from the studio and they're like ah they make games that are like this so let's make it just cause for listing but instead all that was for rage 2 i don't know i i'm feeling like it exists in some form i just don't know how i, I don't think it's soon yeah i don't it's, think it's e3 2018 yeah i don't i don't really I don't don't even think so. they'll show it yeah i don't even know who yeah who would avalanche show that through who's their publisher for that probably deep silver or somebody yeah. i don't remember Anyway, interesting. It feels like a it almost feels like an Xbox thing, in a way. Yeah, I mean it's not, but yeah, it, that's well, yeah. Easy oh, you mean like an Xbox? It just feels like a game that Xbox would show. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, Dragon Quest Two. This is weird. What is that? I don't know. Is it Builders? I think it it's Dragon says, Quest Builders. It just says Dragon Quest Two, and Dragon Quest Two came out in Japan in 1987. Right. And I don't think it would come out again now. I don't think so. Either. That was 31 years ago, yeah. and I think it's Dragon Quest Builders Two, and that's just. <laughs> the name they put on it yeah and that's definitely already confirmed so do you think it'll come out 2018 i have no idea i'm sure there's probably some release. it may even be out in in japan probably is you know it just hasn't made its way over here yet uh i mean to take a stab at it i would say it feels like a 2019 thing to me Mm -hmm. okay uh destiny comet is this a thing you clean your toilet with i have no idea what the hell that is is it dlc no what is it maybe (laughs) <laughs> I really don't know, but it sounds awful. It, I don't like the name of whatever it is. I'm sure it exists, though, because only awful shit exists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's not coming out this year. No way in hell it's coming out this year, but I do think we will see it in that Square Enix because they're doing their own like almost Nintendo Direct thing this yeah, year. Yeah, and it's one of the things that if they didn't show it, we would all hate them. We still kind of do for showing it like five years ago. Four years ago. Maybe three. Four years ago. It just feels It's a long time ago. Yeah. Between that and Kingdom Hearts 3, like they Mm -hmm. they, they announced that shit way too early. Yeah, a little bit. Way too early. So I wonder what they'll announce too early this year. Who knows? Wow. Probably another version of Final Fantasy 15. (laughs) Because there's not like eight of those. Uh, I think that we'll see more of it, but I don't think it's coming out this year. They'll probably say next year. Yeah. Or, or they'll promise fall and then delay it last Coming <laughs> when it's ready or do some bullshit like that, yeah, which maybe. is fine. But this is this is one of those things that I really don't understand why they're putting this much effort into it. Like we, the people that actually care about this, I don't know if they care as much as Square Enix is hoping that they will. 
I, I don't know. It's it, and part, I agree with you, but part of me thinks it's different enough because they said there's going to be episodic features and there's there was enough there to. I and mean, then, and I think it was maybe late last year, or early this year. Like they were like, we're firing people and we're hiring new people to do this because we don't right. like the way it's going. So like there goes months of work probably. Yeah, it's like I I'm not I wasn't interested until now. This like hoopla about it. Now I'm just like intrigued. It's like a car wreck you drive by and you just want to yeah. look over and see it. But I think it'll be a decent car wreck. I just <laughs> you know yeah, it's car wrecks. Don't be worth looking at. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Prime 4, mm. of course, that was a little... I mean, we got an, uh, a logo teaser right. last year. Right. Um, we'll see I, something this year. It's not coming this year. I don't think it's coming this we'll year. We'll see it at Nintendo's I think it's a fall thing. 2019. Either that or we won't see it at all because they might just really focus on the new Smash. Nintendo kind of just drills down and, and, and focuses on one game. Yeah, yeah. And I think last year, CE3, um, we, we already had... We already had Zelda out, right? And they were showing a little bit more Odyssey, if I remember right. They kind of focused on that. Yes. yes. And I think at the time Zelda was all they had, and they just needed to show that they were focusing on some big games. Like we got Mario coming, we got there's a Yoshi, there's a Kirby, there's a Metroid, and didn't really focus on a lot of the insil- you know some of the stuff that mm-hmm. people they were really trying to sell it sell switches. Then right, I don't think they have to do that. Now. No, I don't think so either. And I think you know there's there's only one. Well, I guess, you know, I do care about Metroid Prime 4. I I'd don't, like to see some. i like to see some. Yeah, I would definitely like to see some. But I don't... Part of me, I agree with you. Part of me thinks they won't show it. Yeah. Um, I do think it would be interesting if they would... And this is not even part of this leak at all, so it holds even less water, um, but is the new Pokemon. Hmm. Like, you know, they really... They need to show something soon. So I hope they do. True that. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. we already know is being ported over, yeah. or at least we don't actually know if it's a we port or if it's a, a new game. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how that plays out. My guess is it's going to be kind of like the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where it's definitely the same game, but you get all the additional content and a few exclusive things. Yeah. Um, I can see that. I guess. Uh, Borderlands 3 Gearbox has already said they won't show, but right. you know, they're lying to us. There's yeah, there was, that. there was something by, um, oh, what's his name? The guy that's the head of Gearbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the studio head was like, made some comment on Twitter like, even if I told you flat out that we weren't bringing it, you'd still think that we were. And then they're like, we're not bringing it. So who knows? Mm. Yeah. Could be the old switcheroo. I know that they were hiring for it, and I know that there was like a tech demo um, of like Unreal Engine four at some point, but I'd be I have excited no idea. to see that game. But I still, I think that's like still so far out, like 2019, 2020 kind of thing. Yeah, probably Assassin's Creed without a subtitle. subtitle. Right now, this was rumored to be what Assassin's Creed Origins was called last year. This is just an easy leak. This is this is it's almost like leaking one that says Call of Duty on it. Right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there sure. definitely will be a, a new Assassin's Creed announcement. Yeah. Whether or not it comes out this year, though, like, I don't That's know if they're going to do the, the two-year um, right. two break or not. Right. It I think that ben- they benefited from that. Origins was great, and they just released a... And there's no market fatigue. I mean, it, you can tell, like, it helped that way, too. Yeah. People cared about the new one, yeah. I think, in a way that not only was it a better game, but I think people were kind of thirsty for it again. Yeah. So that was good. And they did just recently release the uh, Rogue remaster on the other, on the new gen systems, which is feels even dumb calling that now, but yeah, um, which was, ex- you know, exclusive to the like old, you know, like 360 and PS3 and PC, which was like, um, you were like, a, I don't know, it was released around the time as Assassin's Creed 4, where you were on a boat again, but you weren't, 
an assassin you were a templar i think or maybe a, a templar turned assassin or some shit i don't know yeah i just don't know people people cared for a minute cool yeah. uh lego dc villains that's a thing that's already been confirmed okay cool uh beyond good and evil 2 we know this exists it's not gonna be coming out this it's year. not gonna be coming out this year no we'll see more of it though ubisoft will definitely show more of it especially after the reaction they got last year mm-hmm. there will be more uh um, rage 2 you don't think that's you said that's not coming that's not out coming till 2019 okay fair enough yeah dreams what's dreams. that is this a, a beck uh <laughs> Is it a, a concert DVD? I would be maybe. Do it's, you you could probably make one in it? Do you fight Scientology as Beck in no. his dreams? Mm, no. Okay. What is it? Uh, this is kind of a game that's sort of difficult to characterize because it's very open ended. It's made by Media Molecule, who did Little Big Planet, and it's a game where you can kind of just create things and then play with them. Like it's it's a really interesting concept. It's very open ended, and I imagine very difficult to to make and, and even sell because there's not you can't like oh it's like Call of Duty meets you know farming simulator. You can't like you know that made me hard. What is that? Describe that. <laughs> I, don't, better. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, but there's no good analogies for it. So fuck your corn. <laughs> Maybe yeah yeah stay frosty corn. I don't know. But I'm interested to play this, really. I, I think it's one that is more novelty than actual great game because it, you're going to have to have a lot of time to play this, I think, because there's going to be a learning curve. Because any time you make a creation-style game on console, it's kind of tough, in my opinion. Is it coming out this year? Yes. I'm thinking yes. yes. Are you thinking yes because you said no a lot and you feel like no. there needs to be something that comes out this year? No, I think it will come out this year. Okay. Because they skipped like the last two E3s. Because I'm ready to just say yes something. to the next game we bring up yeah. because I, we've, we've said no a lot. We've said no a whole lot. What what, 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 what we haven't Forza mentioned. Horizon 5. No. Yes. There's no such thing. Really? Forza Horizon 4 hasn't even happened. So oh. this is a bum leak. Bum leak, you think? I think it's a bum leak. A bum leak yeah. is what I experience regularly after <laughs> I have hochacho burritos. <laughs> this has been a nice theme. Yep. I like you. it. Uh, Gears of War 5. This will be announced. They you will show so? footage. They will show footage. You think they're going to move on that fast from yeah, such a... I think they will because, I mean, honestly, the engine's already in place. They know what they're doing out there at the Coalition. They know how to make a game. I think it will be announced, and I think they will show some sort of teaser. I don't think they'll show gameplay, but I think the game will be out next fall. That's my... I appraisal. definitely don't think it's coming this year. It feels too soon. Far too soon. Because yeah. uh, October Gears 16th. usually fairly spread out a couple yeah. years apart. That, I mean, last one was October 16th. That's yeah, true. But I don't think it's would be, be perfect for it, I think. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. That's really That's the, uh, the last one. The only thing that I could think of to add to this is I'm curious as to why Halo 6 wasn't on there. <laughs> yeah. I think it will be. I you, think they'll show Halo 6. But 2019. Yeah, not yeah, this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sony, they, uh, they're they doubling down. They're doubling down, yeah. We talked um, a little bit about this, but they said they're basically going to focus on their big four, uh, which are The Last of Us Part Two, Spider-Man, Death Stranding, and Ghost of Tsushima, which is um, really probably of all these... Um, it has no real pedigree aside than it's coming from Sucker Punch. This is a new IP. It's samurai game in an open world feudal Japan. Did Sucker Punch do uh, uh, the guy climbing the buildings with the electricity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what they did. Um, 
I don't think we've seen any gameplay. I think we just saw that one cinematic trailer from, I don't know if it was E3 or the Game Awards or where it was, but like we haven't seen anything about this at all in terms of gameplay, what it looks like. So I'm excited to see this. I don't think it's coming out this year, but maybe. Do you, how much about Death Stranding do you think we'll hear? More. Did we get much last year? We got a little bit of an extra trailer. I'm thinking the last thing we saw was at the Game Awards, right? Mm. With the, where you go down the, the Norman Reedus' throat and the baby gives you a thumbs up and you go back oh, out. And I all didn't that watch shit. that, but yeah, I recall people talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll see more. I, it's so hard to say with a, you know, Hideo Kojima I'm not game. seeing it. There's no game there for me. I don't know what's right. going on there. There's just a lot of weird lore that's world building, but neat, but also kind of I don't care yeah. at the same time. Um, do you have any hype for the Spider-Man game? I do, yeah. I mean, I don't know if part of me is because it's like um, there's only maybe two more games left this year I'm excited about, which are mm. Red Dead and Spider-Man. Okay. Is there something I'm missing? Are those the two biggest no, ones I mean, you can think of? It's kind of like a blank slate at the end of the year for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's something I'm over. I'm, I'm not thinking about, but those are the two that you know I could see myself maybe buying off the shelf sure. this year. Okay. But yeah, I mean that's that's one reason. Um, I mean, it looked good. It looks real good. It looks yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited for. It. I mean, I like Insomniac. I like their style of game. Me too. And I enjoyed the Batman games quite a, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And this seems similar in terms of mechanics and visuals and that kind of thing. Sure. So yeah, cool. I'm a little stoked for it. Yeah. When is that? September. All right. Yeah, I already confirmed. So so March because I'm gonna be playing Red Dead. Yeah. Holla at me. Well, I mean. Technically, Red doesn't come out till October, so you could you get Spider Man first, trade it in when you get done with it. I thought it was September. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you can get to maybe it. I can get it. Maybe I can get it in there. Yep. Maybe so. All right. So then, uh, you know, people people responded to to your tweet. They did. They, they had did. some ideas for some topics of discussion. They did. Now, one is not at all video game related, and the other one is also not at all video game related. <laughs> okay. Let's take it from the first one. That's from not the video first game. one that's not video game related, and actually, the first comment response is from. Matt Bandy. Yeah, X Matt Bandy X. Yeah. Matt Bandy X. Matt Bandix. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, uh, Matt Bandy's suggestion was metal music. This should be part of our discussion. Yeah. Um, now, as far as I know, the guy's a bit of a metal head. Yeah. We, he, we've discussed a few things. I'm surprised you and him uh, haven't made love with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised by that. Okay. I'm a little taken aback that it hasn't happened yet. Fair enough. Uh, similar tweets, a lot of pictures of your record player with your right. with your fancy uh, vinyls there with the, have yeah. the, the, the interesting art and... A lot of the same sounds come out of those things for you guys. That so. is accurate. Yeah, so. I like I th- now metal music as a whole as a discussion like that. That's very open ended. So sure. it's just like saying talk about video games. Yeah, absolutely. So what I thought I would do hmm. um, would just be mention a couple of records that are coming out that I think uh, that are that maybe have just released or about to release that I think people might find interesting. Certainly, Matt um, Bandy might. Matt Bandy certainly will, and some of you other people that enjoy good music. Um, might also be intrigued by. So Barbra Streisand's got a new one coming out? You say good music. No. Come no. on. Kenny Rogers? Uh, Kenny Conway Rogers. Twitty's dead. Yes. So you can't, is it a remaster of Conway Twitty? It's not. Uh, I, like I, your, I like your pulling out right. just 80 year old country artists or dead ones. This is good. Keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the first one that I'll mention is by, it, it, it's out um, so this episode drops on Monday. The record is out, I guess, next Friday. I think it's the 25th. This seems right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, within the next week, it's coming out. It's by a band called Amorphous. They are a Finnish 
melodic folk death metal band. Um, it's called Queen of Time. Um, I've already listened to it, given it a review that I think it's been published already. I don't remember. Anyway, it's um, it, it's an interesting uh, album. If you know Amorphous, then you're going to like this. If you don't have a good feel on what like melodic death metal with its you know roots in folk and a little bit of some yeah a little bit of symphonic touches here and there, um, it's pretty cool. It's a not really a concept record, but it, it does have a few themes that are kind of woven throughout. Um, really enjoyed that album. Uh, so folk death metal is kind of like like Joan Baez meets Judas Priest. I mean, that's an oversimplification, but yes. I mean, as a folk musician, and what, I guess, I don't really know, is that death metal music? Is that, what is Judas, Judas Priest? Priest? No, just just heavy, metal. Heavy, heavy rock. Heavy metal. Yeah. All right. So how would you describe that sound other than its genre? Uh, I mean, imagine what you think death metal sounds, but throw a lot of melody at it, and maybe some folk instrumentation, like some flutes or woodwinds. Oh, flute? Um, strings. Um, keyboards. Okay. Um, pretty much if you're a death metal band from Finland, you've got keyboards already. That's almost some, somehow some kind of prerequisite. If you're a finished death metal band, you have keys. So excellent. Yeah. That one's, that one's really cool. Another one that came out, I think it was last month. I get my dates really confused because I, this year has been kind of crazy, but it is a, um, post metal band. Post metal is not a close uh, at all to anything like what I just described. Um, post metal is um, one time I ran my car into a fence mm-hmm. and I had post metal sticking up out of the quarter panel. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got jokes. Um, but post metal is when, when you take like the um, you you simplify the formula of the music. And it, it's more based on the density of atmosphere rather than the riffs. So it's not flashy, big walls of sound. Uh, and the band I'm talking about is LLNN. That's the name of the band. The name of the record is Deads. And it is a very bleak, airy, um, sci-fi post-metal record. It's pretty intense, um, some of the most intense music that you hear, but also juxtaposed with that is like this, this really wispy atmosphere, um, that just kind of moves and crashes and it's, uh, it's pretty damn cool. Okay. So yeah, that does sound neat. L-L-N-N. Is that a, is that a uh, Roman numeral? It probably is. I don't know what N is though. Like the highest I ever got was, I guess, M (laughs) Yeah. or X is Mm. kind of one, but it's also further back too at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, another one I'll mention, and this is probably not a surprise if you're paying attention to metal at all, is uh, Rivers of Nile, and that is N-I-H-I-L. They released a record back in March called Where Owls Know My Name. It is a progressive death metal masterpiece. It's one of the finest death metal records I've heard in five years at least. It is simply fantastic from start to finish. It's progressive in the sense that it uses lots of additional instrumentation, such as a saxophone. Oh. Very melodic. Wow. It's gorgeous. You can sex me up with a saxophone. Goddamn right. You if can. you come at me with a saxophone, <laughs> I'll just, I'll You're open right up. Yeah. I went to, uh, speaking of death metal, I went to a Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan concert last weekend, <laughs> and they had saxophones. Yeah, I bet so they did. They did. Yeah. And some trumpets. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. And Good the Doobie night. Brothers didn't. There are a lot of guitars. Okay. The Doobie Brothers are kind of like Leonard Skinner, but happy. Yes. And they're very, I like them a little better, to be quite honest. Fair with enough. Them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Um, so that you had three albums there. Yeah. Rivers of Rivers of Nile. Right. Amorphous. Yes. And LLNN. There you go. And that's what people need to look for. Check them out. They're Check all very out. different, and they're all very cool. Awesome. Take that, Matt Band. You didn't think we'd talk about it, did you, son of a bitch? Well, we did. Boom. Roasted. Bill from STC Pod, he says, uh, boxers, briefs, thong, or commando, Jake, take it away. What do you rock downstairs? Pants. Just pants. That's Just commando, pants. right? Yeah. yeah, that's, no. So you're not wearing any Hanes right now, no undies? No, I'm not. I wear Gildan. I don't it, even know what that means. It's a it's a is cheap a term. Is like a way to wrap a rag around it. <laughs> yeah, he's full Gildan. He is Gildan. No, no, no. It's a it's a brand of underwear that okay. you can find at Walmart. It is a, is a, a boxer brief. What it's is a, it? I, I do rock a boxer brief. Boxer brief. See, I, I don't like boxer briefs because they like hug my legs. They they roll up a little bit and they roll up and I don't like that. Yeah, you got to be. Um, so is the Gildan brand better for that? I think so. They're a little more elasticy, so they kind of they they get, they get tight around the thigh. So there's not See, a lot of roll like up. It. I don't like the tight around the thigh. I don't like it when there's just bunches of sticky hot cotton right up in my junk area. I don't like well, that. Well, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that, yeah. But also, I don't That's like... That's why I wear a thong. I don't like just briefs because then there's kind of like that hem that kind of cuts up against you. You know, especially if you're being sporty, you don't want to get your, you know... You oh, right, no. I'm not European. Right. You know, I have I have a, a, a very humble amount of junk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like the... Once I went boxer brief, probably... Uh, Probably early two thousands. I've, I've really not turned back. I went boxers for a while. And it's just too loosey goosey. Oh, it's way it's wild. I, I was tried just to run to my horny. teens. I was like, what? What is this? I need I something to strap this down. Anything on my lap got me hard as a rock. <laughs> like, pass me a laptop. Pass me a sandwich. Fucking it. Fucking all of it. Yeah. Because uh, the boxer brief a little too much freedom. I need some restraint. Right. I need some restraint. So uh, yeah, I went boxer brief. Fair enough. And and you. Fair, yeah. I never got a real true answer from you. A brief. Yeah. You, oh, straight brief. Yeah, straight brief. All right. Yeah. Letting the thighs just just yeah. got scalding white thighs. <laughs> God damn. That's pretty I uh, hope you have I hope you're happy with that one, Bill. Yeah. Uh Thong, I've never done Thong. Never once will. i I would try it. Oh, you would for comedic For comedic purposes. <laughs> yes. I, I'll yeah. put on a thong right now. Yeah, I bet you would. Uh now wax, shave, trim, or natural. Now I assume this means about a very, very certain region? Or I mean where is this? Where are we uh, talking about? I was thinking asshole. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were thinking asshole. That's what I was thinking. All the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you trim that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to wax it. Yeah. You don't want to go in there with something abrasive. Mm-mm, that's an irritation. Yeah. And just applying the wax. I mean, who's going to help you with that? Yeah. You got to have a. Do good you have friend. a mirror that low to the floor? I don't. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to think how you would do that, like solo. Because I'm not going to ask anyone to help me with that. Yeah. And I'm not going to. Well, no, I'm not going to ask anybody to help me with that. But also, might do it knowing I might fuck it up a little bit because who's going to see it when you're done? Right. It's like you missed a patch of hair on your asshole. Like, were you looking at my asshole? <laughs> right. How would you know? How would you know? Maybe get like a knob to sit on. A knob. Yeah. To sit on. <laughs> what are you going with that? <laughs> that was my joke. That was the entirety of my joke. <laughs> uh, but no, let's talk about your penis fur. <laughs> you, let's talk about that. Do you yeah. wax, shave, trim, or you natural there too? Yeah. No. I, I'm in between. It okay. depends. It depends. Okay. If I'm if I'm preparing for like a hot weekend of just swinging off the old ceiling fan, I might give her a an old. I might I might give her a little little tension. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's healthy. But if I'm just going to go weeks being a dude going to work, boosh, just give me fucking shrubs. <laughs> yeah, give me a shrubbery. I mean, <laughs> you chase rabbits out of it. That's how shrubbed it is. <laughs> uh, and and as for my mate. Um, no preference. You yeah. know, whatever you want to do. It's your right. business. Absolutely. I'm just there to party. You know, I don't come <laughs> to your house and tell you where to put your fucking curtains and shit, do I? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Right. So do your own thing, man. It's yeah. a garden, let it grow, or don't. Right. You know? Sometimes pruning's healthy. 
That's right. It's a landing strip sometimes. You know, don't let the plane hit a tree. Or do. It's up to you. Right. It depends on how, how much you care about the passengers. Yeah. Or if you have wings on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> the winged dick. Yes. Wow. This All went right. downhill. <laughs> well, no, I disagree. I think this is the best conversation we've ever had on this podcast. Sometimes it's fun to go away from games. That's true. Okay. So I think that's been it for the show. I think that's it. Well, what time are we at? Uh, it's a healthy... Give, give me your best estimate. Oh, uh, hour seven. Okay, hour ten. Damn yeah. Yeah. Damn yeah. Good job. All right. Well, that does it for us, guys. You can uh, follow us. Uh, I'm at Trav Plays Games. I'm at the McAxel. Together, we are at Polykill. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Polykill Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Polykill Podcast. You can check us out on the Cartridge Club. That's Cartridge Club slash org. Org is short for organism. <laughs> organism. Rate us on iTunes. Head on over to polykill.com. And as always, you can send us an email, polykillpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.